This is the Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Beck Charwood, and I almost forgot that. <laughs> You're nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> my name is Beck Charwood, and with me is my gorgeous co host, Alex J. This is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes can't believe we haven't seen. And with us today, we are joined by a very special guest uh, from the fantastic podcast, Celebrity Memoir Book Club. It's Ashley Hamilton. Hey. Woo! Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Ashley. All Thanks the way for from having the me. USA. Yes. Oh my God. So uh, yeah. last last week we had your best friend Claire Parker on the pod, also from Oh my gosh. Club. So we're back. Uh, we're bookending, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Book club, book club pun there. Oh, oh <laughs> I did miss it. I did miss it. It's early. It's early here. <laughs> Um, so, uh, welcome to the podcast. Before we get into what movie we are watching this week, I would like to ask you a very important question. Other than this movie, what have you watched this week that you would recommend to the people? Okay. So I actually had COVID this week and (gasps) ended it on a couple, like my quarantine ended like five or six days ago. So I watched a lot this week. I like didn't have very bad symptoms, but I had to do the whole isolation and all that. So I have been watching a lot and I like was not in the mood to watch anything. The thing is in my apartment, especially alone, I don't ever watch anything serious. And I feel like this week of isolation really exacerbated it. (laughs) I watched Dude, Where's My Car? I watched, I I, like couldn't, for some reason, I would like sit there and flip through all the movies and it was just like hours and hours of just being in my apartment. (laughs) And like, it just got more and more unhinged. (laughs) And like, I was watching, God, what did I even, I watched like all of Emily in Paris. I watched, um, I watched like 15 episodes of the original Gossip Girl. I watched and just like that, I truly have just been on like a tear of total nonsense. I watched Clueless. Um, this is which I love joyous watching. Yes, <laughs> I think this is like the brand of all my favorite cinema because I hate any serious film, anything that is like this is art. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 give me well trash, please. <laughs> I have like a real theory about movies, which is super ironic because I actually majored in film. And so whenever I tell people like my favorite movie is Clueless or like, I don't, the only movies that I really like are like Ferris Bueller's Day Off and like, (laughs) I don't know. And people are always like, okay, or like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Love that movie. Nice. Um, And people are like, oh, hey, what about like, I feel like anytime anyone has put any like art cinema in front of me, I'm just like, shut it down. This is yes. bullshit. I hate it. All of those like Noah Baumbach movies that are like a day in the life or any of that shit. I'm just like, I don't want to see a day in the life. I live a life. My life is yes. fine. <laughs> like I, I don't need to see some, yeah. like, some sad boy weeping around town, like pining after some girl. And then there's like no happy ending. Anytime. I remember all the time I used to get in fights in classes because people would be like, well, life doesn't have a happy ending. And I'm like, yeah, why I'm are we watching a movie? Why are we watching life. a movie? Yes. I want to be taken out into the film, into a world that doesn't exist. Give me fucking Harry Potter. Give me whatever. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, that's excellent viewing. That's a great movie. list of movies. Honestly, I'm so on your side of like, I want like a definitive happy ending to a movie yes. at all times. Like, I don't care if it doesn't make sense. Like, even I saw The Matrix last night, the ending. 
insane. I, I won't reveal it because we're going to do a whole episode on it. But I was both mad, but also I was like, it's like you listen to me and you were like, we don't <laughs> care about this entire universe we've built up over four movies. We're going to give you the craziest ending of all time. Harry Potter shows up. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so excited to see it. I just watched the first one. I actually watched the first Matrix again last night to prepare to watch the new Matrix. Nice. At some point. Okay, I hate um, to say no need. That. The whole thing is cra- crazy, <laughs> no crazy need. bananas. I, I recommend getting absolutely drunk for it. Okay. Because I was sober and the people behind us were, I think, high and drunk and they had best time yeah oh, you've yeah. gotta be high to go see that's resurrections. smart oh my lord <laughs> that's smart I also grew up like bringing out like I went to see a movie with my parents this week oh we also saw um that like Wes Anderson movie which I do not recommend it was just like fine it was Did whatever you see it? yeah I saw it, was, it like it was... I think he's gotten so carried away with like the Wes Anderson-iness of his movies it was just like cute and he okay. just like kept doing cutesy things but there's no no things happen yeah, it's just okay. like yeah. pretty, I guess. And then anyway, so like I've like grown up always like bringing alcohol into the movie. I don't know if they were like buying alcohol in the movie theater. Like my whole life will just like sneak flasks in. Nice. nice. And I've like gotten really good at it. And like one time I was on a date and I like just brought in a whole six pack <laughs> and they like check your bag too. <laughs> and he I like I was like a little bit younger. I was like still old enough to drink, but I was like a little bit younger and I like I guess it just like didn't occur to me that not everyone does this and so when I like pulled out drinks and I was like what do you want to drink he was like what are you doing and I was like I don't know we're at a movie theater what do you do you you want a beer or not you're just having a large coke (laughs) like a Christian what is wrong with you (laughs) he's like okay I didn't realize that we were having like uh, this was like a church meeting date. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Did we meet on e harmony? Jesus. What are you like? Oh, we're gonna hold hands at the end of this, and now we're married. <laughs> oh. um, before we move on to what you and I have well, watched, have you, a, have you got a present? In no, there? I'm just getting my glasses. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> like you're rummaging around in the sack. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. So my eyes are very. Which is ironic because you got me a Christmas present and I haven't got you a present yet. <laughs> and I was like, another one? <laughs> me? <laughs> I got myself one from you. Thank you. <laughs> no, Ed. Um, okay. What do we talk about? What have you watched? So you've watched a, a, a mountain a of beautiful, amazing yes. art. Love it. <laughs> was there any like top pick of what you watched that you were like, okay, more people should get around this? I mean, honestly, one of the best things I watched this week was like the original Gossip Girl. I was just like, damn, they really did it good. And then obviously, like I watched Clueless and a couple other rom-coms that were fun. I definitely recommend How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days over that one where they go on that. um, I forgot what it's called, but I watched that one where they're. Oh, fool's gold. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very <laughs> gold, right? Everything sun's kiss. Everything is right? so bright and like <laughs> shiny and beautiful and like hot. And you're just like, what the hell? <laughs> um, and then what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Original Gossip Girl. Mm. I was thinking about it and I was like, I think that I don't know if you guys do these like annoying theories. I'm always like my hypothesis for why TV sucks right now is that I think that like because TV writers are so online, they think that they have to address every issue or they'll get called out on the Internet. And it's like Internet people are going to call out everything. Like 
internet kids, like I worked in social media for a really long time, they will get mad at literally every single thing. So trying to appease them, you're going to make the worst show in the world, which they keep doing with like new gossip girl and and just like that. And it's Mm. like, you have to just like trust that you can like write fun, salacious, shitty television and not try to be like, and in this corner, the like, and TikTok also and- like be inclusive, but you don't have to be like, yeah. and in today's inclusive character of the day, like yeah. stop doing that. Just like do a good job. <laughs> yeah. So true. Oh, 100%. Especially for these ones that are reboots of very yeah. successful original shows that already have an inbuilt audience. It's not like they're trying to grow a new audience. Like you have the audience yeah. there. You don't need to pan out to yeah a buttload of people. It's- and Things that won't even pander anyway. Yeah. Don't let teenagers on the internet run your life. That's how you 100% come the worst version of yourself. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I really feel like these shows are like written in fear of internet teens. Oh, totally. And I'm just like, oh, this is awful. (laughs) Absolutely. So highly recommend going back to the before days. (laughs) Nice. Um, Alexia, I mean, you said you hadn't watched anything. I had something, a YouTube clip, I, a TikTok you would recommend. I watched you Aww. while you were sleeping. No. <laughs> um, I, I just remembered while we were talking just then, I did start to watch something this week out of interest. I watched the first half of the first episode of Just Like That. Oh. Um, just because I'd never watched uh, the original uh, Sex and the City, but I was just like, everyone's talking about it. I want to see what it's like. And for the exact reasons you just said, Ashley, I got halfway here and I had to turn it off. I'm like, this is disgusting. <laughs> it, it was is. infuriating. Isn't that thing where like she's doing like a podcast now? Uh, right. it, the way they said the word podcast about 50 times in the first five minutes. Like it's talk about so pandering. crazy. Um, it's podcasts so, and gross. the podcasts get over it. <laughs> I hate podcasts, but also like <laughs> from doing a podcast, like watching them podcast, you're just like, what? Is this? <laughs> I, well, I mean, so I actually I messaged back after I watched it and was just like, we have, can we please do this for the Patreon? So we're going to do a little mini series reviewing yes. and just like that because yeah. there's just I want I need to talk about it because it's so ridiculous and we need a platform to do that. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's kind of what I watched this week is nice. the first ten minutes <laughs> of that show. I can't wait to force you through the rest of it. Yeah, <laughs> if there's a purpose, I'll do it. <laughs> and what did you watch back? Okay. Okay, I watched a heck of a lot of things because yep. it's Christmas <laughs> yes. and there's nothing else to do. Mm-mm. Watch, uh, I said, the new Matrix movie. Um, it's bonkers, crazy. Get yeah. drunk, go watch it. Okay. Um, what else did I watch? I watched Lula Rich again. Uh, What's Lula Rich? About uh, Lula Rowe, the document. The, oh, yeah. uh, oh, my God. Game. It's so, it's so fun. Yeah. So, so fun. Loved it. And there was something else that I watched. And I was so excited to tell everyone about it mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, be real mm-hmm. smug and be like, that's right. I <laughs> I took in uh and now I can't remember what it was. Is um, it all three Lord of the Rings movies in one sitting? No, no, no. Good. Um okay, I just remember what I watched. <laughs> yes. So oh, I also watched um Don't Look Up, which oh, came oh. out and, and I hated it. Okay. I hated it. It was such Summer. a waste of my fucking really? time. Yes. I was thinking watching out at Savo. It's like, okay, it's kind of, I feel like just this type of movie's been made a million times okay. of being like, guys, if we don't change, <laughs> the world could end. <laughs> Things could get 
really bad <laughs> if we don't do something. And I'm like, that's why I read articles, yeah, not why know. I watch movies. Yes. But we already we know we yeah. need to change. Literally, no, it was it like, <laughs> yeah, it was like, uh, do you remember the movie Idiocracy? Yes. With Luke Wilson. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like that, but instead of being like, we shouldn't let dumb people breed, they're like, <laughs> climate change is real. Like, <laughs> oh my god. And the problem with like all of this content is that it's just in such an echo chamber. Like the exactly. people who are gonna see Don't Look Up, no. Like yeah, we exactly. all know. It's there are a lot of people who don't know mm-hmm. or aren't paying attention or don't care and like aren't listening. And like this movie is not going to be it. No, <laughs> They're not going to no. go say it. not going to be like, wait a second. Jennifer Lawrence was so good in that movie. Should I carpool? <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's exactly it. The tone was like just a bunch of rich people in Hollywood being like, guys, I don't think they know about climate change. <laughs> should we should we spend what is it like 90 million dollars to tell them about oh it? God, it's like so how true. about you donate that to a good cause? Interesting. Yeah. I saw like a TikTok about how Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence how he made 25 million dollars for it and she made 20 million dollars for it and they're like but she was like a bigger character than him. That's so unfair. And I'm just like, $45 million? (laughs) (laughs) Two people? (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I'd happily give up that five mil to make 20. If anything, I'd be like, I donated it all to charity, so it doesn't matter. Don't ask any more questions. Okay, bye. Oh my lord! Uh, so those are okay. my. I mean, I guess well, two anti recommendations. Literally, was gonna maybe watch it this afternoon. So you've saved me a lot of time. Thank you. Again, if you get drunk, it could be better. Um, okay. that's, that's my advice. All movies. Could There's be always better. a certain amount of alcohol that can can change your mind. Can just put you over the edge. <laughs> sorry, that was really not. Sorry, I don't want that as a soundbite anyway. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> Edit that out. That brings us to our new sponsor, Liquor. Um, <laughs> she doesn't know what she wants, boys. <laughs> okay. Okay. So shall we get into the movie we are talking about this week? Uh, we are reviewing the Andy Sandberg slash Lonely Island flick, Hot Rod. Yes. yes. What's, uh, what year did this come out, by the way? 2007. Okay, that tracks. That yes. makes a lot of sense. This is a perfect time capsule of cinema in 2007 <laughs> of the comedy elk. Um, so, Ashley, what's your history with uh, Hot Rod? Have you seen it? Have you been told to see it? I had never seen it before this week. I had definitely been told to see it, and I know a lot of people who were obsessed with it. My brother was obsessed with it. Um, yesterday, I was like, oh, I need to finish watching Hot Rod, and he was like, oh, my God, I've seen it hundreds of times and I, I was could like just recite it to you instead <laughs> he did recite it along okay. with the movie and I was like what is happening I had no idea um I definitely like know of it and I feel like a lot of guys I remember there was like definitely a very distinct phase in like college where the lonely island was like a real personality trait for a lot of dudes <laughs> like I feel like they were all very into it mm-hmm. and like thought that that made them like quirky and into comedy you know what I mean I'm like have you yeah. heard of the lonely island and I'd be like mm-hmm. oh you mean those people who are 
on television and yeah, the, in the biggest rated show in America, like big budget films. <laughs> yeah. When there were some of the most viewed videos on YouTube of all time. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I've, I've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> but tell me more though. Yeah. Like, let's get into I it. I definitely remember that being like a phase of guys being like, you know, the kind of girl who like knows what the lonely Island is, is cool. And I'd be like, okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Have I okay. told you I'm on a boat? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, marry me. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how I got every boyfriend in my 20s. I just said I'm on a boat. Yes. Yeah, just quoting like, a movie and they're like, whoa, I think she's the one. <laughs> how does she know that movie quote that only I knew? <laughs> I'm the only one who's seen it. <laughs> I had like a tweet that went viral, which is like obnoxious. But like I had a tweet that was like no, about how away. guys always think that like they always have these like inside jokes that are lines from like major blockbuster films. <laughs> like all these dudes will like quote Anchorman being like, you wouldn't get it. It's between me and my friends. And it's just like, it's from Anchorman. That was a <laughs> yeah. huge movie. <laughs> my dad knows that quote. All right. Yeah. Come We've on. all seen Anchorman. <laughs> you can't gatekeep Will Ferrell. Sorry. <laughs> you know, there's like, I love lamp. <laughs> you wouldn't get it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> So funny oh. boy. Alex, did you have any history? Um, yes. Well, I, I had seen it once before because my guy friends from high school similar were obsessed with Hot Rod, especially, but also all of the Andy Sandbergs, like all the digital shorts, you know, I yeah. just had sex on a boat, lazy Sunday. But especially Hot Rod, they really got into Hot Rod. And the two main quotes, I don't remember the movie at all, but I remember the quotes were the cool beans scene and the Oh, Kathy. So I grew up with my high school boy, guy friends, like loving saying those two things. Again, it was an in-joke uh, that I wasn't privy to. <laughs> no way you could make it around that mind fortress. Cut <laughs> <laughs> to 15 years later. Now I'm in. Now I get it. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of it. I, I have always loved Andy Samberg. Like I'm a huge lifelong SNL fan, like grew up watching it. So and big. Yeah, love Andy Samberg, but for some reason, just Hot Rod never really made it into my like rotation hmm. at all. What about you, Beck? Um, oh, I knew about it when it came out, mm-hmm. um, but I was busy growing a big old pair of tits at the time yeah, in high time. school, and I was like, I don't, I don't have time for this. <laughs> but I knew of it, and I knew that everyone like hyped it, mm-hmm. and uh, that was it. That's my hi- whole history. Yeah. That feels pretty par for the course yeah. <laughs> for most of these movies we do. Yeah, I'm just talking about growing up here. <laughs> like no time for anything else. I'm growing out of my training bra. It's very time consuming. It's it a is. lot. It's see, a now, lot. That, now they've come in, we can do a podcast and revisit all yes. the movies we missed out on. Yeah, because yeah. of the tits. That's the, the tit main time. reason for this podcast. Yes. <laughs> So what are you supposed to be? A stuntman? Wow. My safe word will be whiskey. What do you mean whiskey? What? I just don't get why you're saying it that way. Why I'm saying what what way? Forget it. I will. I will forget it. Whoa, whiskey! Whiskey! Oh! Hey Rod, maybe you shouldn't fight Dad this week. Relax, Kev. I'm gonna win this time. I did like 40 crunches yesterday. Get ready to meet your maker. Oh, God! We hadn't even started yet! 
I just had a great idea. One big jump, gentlemen. The biggest jump this town's ever seen. Let's party. If I'm gonna jump 15 buses, my body's gonna have to be in top physical form. Did we reinforce the takeoff ramp? No, we didn't have time. Cool. Oh! I've already drafted a rough schedule of exercises that will help us take things to the next level. Oh! You're a terrible stuntman. What? You're a terrible stuntman! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can hear you. It was just really me. Andy Samberg. Who wants to see me do a big stunt? Hot Rod. Self-proclaimed stuntman Rod Kimball is preparing for the jump of his life to clear 15 buses to raise money for his abusive stepfather Frank's life-saving heart operation. Okay. All right. That's some of it. I mean, that makes it seem yeah. way less of a comedy. Yeah, just abusive <laughs> stepfather. Yeah. I guess he was quite mean. Mean. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't so clearly like an hour and a half sketch, you're like, oh, this is dis- disturbing. This is, yeah, really for like <laughs> So actually, for anyone who hasn't seen this movie, how would you describe Hot Rod? So I guess Rod is a stuntman, I guess self-proclaimed. That's true. And he um, is his stepfather needs a surgery that insurance won't cover. He needs a new heart. Mm. And um, he decides to do an, a, a big jump over 15 buses, one more than Evil Knievel. His, also, his dad was a stuntman. Never asked me to explain a movie. I'm like, okay, <laughs> back it up. Also, he thinks his dad was a stuntman and he is living in the footsteps of his father trying to bring honor to his name by becoming a famous stuntman because he believes his dad was this unknown stuntman. And so they're raising money to do the big jump, which will raise more money for the heart surgery. Mm-hmm. And in the process, you know, his he has to have confidence in himself as a stuntman. <gasps> it's real. It's Perfect. Real Amazing. Journey. Yeah. Yes. And actually, yeah. if anything, the movie is mainly just a commentary on the healthcare system in America, I would say. So true. I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> 50 grand for a surgery? For a my surgery? Lord. Nuts. Nuts. Please. So oh, sorry. my God. I was like, that is actually pretty cheap. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. It is so expensive here. I, like, just spent weeks trying to get health insurance. It was so insane. It, like... <sighs> Oh my God, the system, can I just say, so you have to like go to this website and like pick the plan that you want to get. And then you go to the website and you have to like, you do all, I did all the steps to like apply for it. And then at the end, they're like, okay, put in your phone number and we'll like have someone contact you to finish the process. And I was like, fuck what? And so then I put in my phone number and then every health insurance company (gasps) in like the country starts calling you. I was getting like 40 calls a day and I was like answering the phone I was like on stage at a comedy show once (laughs) I was talking about it and then I got like two calls and so I would like answer the phone and be like please tell me how to get off the list (laughs) get me off the list and I'm like I know that you're just like a person in a telephone pod and they're making you get as many calls per day as possible but I don't like it (laughs) I don't want to be so so that was wasn't even a that was just like a search engine yeah 
Oh my um, God. So how do you actually was, get the insurance? <laughs> Just give it. So to then me. like, and then I like, finally talked to this one person who like helped me do this other thing and like get on this other plan. And I like still get calls and texts and I'm like, now I have insurance, like stop talking to me. Oh my Stop God. dealing with it. <laughs> That's so, crazy. Like, so what happens to yeah. people who don't have the time, like, or the wherewithal to know how to feel and these calls? I like and- barely had the wherewithal. So mm-hmm. I'm just like the fact I almost was just like, no. And also we only have open enrollment for a month. So if you like don't apply within that month, you just have to like wait again for like a year or so i think what is open enrollment so this is yeah my mind because then there's like qualifying life events which is when you can like apply outside of open enrollment so when i left my job i had 60 days to apply and i didn't and so then um because like all the insurance is through jobs for the most part Mm. and so then when i left my job and i had that qualifying life event I didn't do it because I just got like too flustered by the paperwork because I like got halfway there and I was like, this is too much. I can't handle it. And that was in June. And then I didn't do it. So then they're like, okay, well then you can't apply until November. And I was like, okay. So then I just had like no health insurance for six months. And I was like, oh man, if anything happens to me, we just have to like see how much the people I'm friends with on Instagram (laughs) will love me. if I have to do a GoFundMe. (laughs) And Venmo me. So wait, I, I was I like, just, I guess I'll find out the value of friendship. <laughs> yeah. I just assumed you could apply for health insurance at any time. I didn't know it yeah. was like no. the school year and you have like you have to enroll Fuck. for it. My Lord. Oh my God. Just if yeah. you start feeling sick, just move over here. Yes. Just one of us will marry you. So you can just <laughs> get in here and look after yourself. Thank you. So that's what I need. That's like the only, the best financial option is to just like become a citizen of a different country. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I felt for Rod. Yeah. I was gonna say, well, yeah sorry. Back to the movie. Let us know. And we can organize like a stunt thing. We can raise some money. Yes. We'll get it all together. Don't worry. We've got this. Exactly. I was like, he's honestly being really smart here. This is the only viable option is to jump 15 buses. Oh my God. <laughs> and in turn require hundreds of thousands of dollars of medical bills himself. Yeah, it's a real cycle. (laughs) It's a circle of life. And then his uncle jumps over 16 buses and then his relative and so on and so on until the whole family passes away. Yeah, that's the system. (laughs) Medical conditions they can't pay for. I know, and then hopefully none of them have reproduced and they can't push their debt onto anybody. Yay! Yay. (laughs) That's the dream. (laughs) And the bloodline and just be happy. (laughs) So, Ashley, did you like this movie? Yes, I need to know up top. <laughs> I thought at. it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a fun time. I think you called it um, like a 90-minute sketch, mm-hmm. which it definitely was. It was just this one came, sketch. What other movie did they do that was good? This was their first one. Like, so they were. Oh, just, it was? Yeah, they, they were just on SNL and their digital short, Lazy Sunday, was released and went fucking nuts. And then uh, Lorne Michaels was like, there's this script around. Originally, this script was written as a Will Ferrell vehicle. Oh, you can feel that. You can feel that in the background. Yeah. Um, and then, but it just kept getting passed on. And then. Born was like, there's a script. It was for Will, but I reckon you, Lonely Island guys, you're hitting it right now. You should take this script, rewrite it in your own voice so it's not like you're just doing a Will Ferrell impression and then release it. So that's kind of, yeah, it's like their first feature film, which is also why it does feel like 
really sketchy because they haven't, they hadn't written a feature film before, I guess. Yeah. It felt to me like they thought that they would never get to make another movie. And so then they were just like doing all of the things that they'd ever dreamed of doing if they like got a budget. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Like the scene where he's like dancing in the forest, Mm, like the lights on him and like, um, and like jumping over logs and all that stuff. I was yeah. like, this is something that he like envisioned as like a hilarious bit. Yeah. And was just like, we will work that into a movie. And if we <laughs> ever get the chance to make a movie, I will dance in the forest with like this like whimsical light on me. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, and so they're like, okay, we've got to write that in. Budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So then I think since then they've have the Lonely Island done? They've done a handful of movies. Yeah, like they, never stop stopping. Yes, which I want to watch because mm, people say that it holds up, and I'm yeah, like, I cannot wait to find out. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. So you're, you, you, it was fun, but not the most amazing film you've ever seen. Yeah, I've definitely like seen better movies for sure. <laughs> I don't know if it's one that I would like. Agree. Okay, here's the thing is I feel like it's not a movie that I would like necessarily by choice watch again ever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if I was trying to compromise with someone who because I feel like a lot of these types of movies are the ones where when I'm like, like, speaking of dude cinema, like when I'm on a date or like hanging out with a guy, and they want to watch movies that are just like terrible. These are the types <laughs> of movies that I pull out as like compromises to be like, that. okay, this is like fun. And it's a boyish movie, but it's still like entertaining. I'm not going to watch some like, I don't know. I I hate like war movies that are super serious and they're just like in a dark bunker the whole time. Like I have an ex who loved those types of movies. And I would be like, no, I'll watch James Bond. I won't watch a dark bunker movie. Like, (laughs) why do they like dark movies? They're so dark. Why do they like them? All the time. I hate it. Take some of that Lonely Island lighting budget. And yeah. Get some yes. vision in there, my lord. Yeah, surely yeah. there's some color in there. There has to be. There just has to be. Anyway, it's daytime at some point. I know it. <laughs> Maybe they make the movies and they're like, we know some men can't see color. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of them are colorblind. So why don't we make the movies with no color? Mm-hmm. And that way no one has to feel yeah. bad about themselves. But wow, also really like impressive. weirdly just like dark blue and green. They're always yeah. like, and you're like, why? Yeah. It's like for all the making fun of Twilight that guys do, it's like you realize all these movies are lit like Twilight, right? Like yeah. they <laughs> are so true. So true. They have the exact same palette. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan and Twilight have the same palette. Oh my God. I'm going to write an article and make some people angry. <laughs> or you can make some people real mad. <laughs> yeah. I felt the same about this movie. Um, and, and also happy to be in on the joke now. Really excited. Yeah. <laughs> All those very funny points. You're on it. Um, and yeah, I, I like it was fun. I, I, Andy's like just great to watch. I think he could do anything and I'd find it funny. So it was really fun. But uh, yeah, it wasn't like a, it's not going to come around as a cult classic in my household kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Beck? Uh, yeah, it was kind of like, I found it like charming. I was like, look at these young boys yeah. with the world at their feet. <laughs> yeah. They don't, oh, I feel uh, Andy, it's more like, Look at Andy Samberg with the world at his feet, and these other two guys. <laughs> yeah, the two ones. I don't oh, know their names. it's yeah. it's nice to see them. Yeah. It's nice to see them for a little bit. I hope they're doing well yes. with whatever's going on. 
Yeah. In their lives. They were really funny. I mean, I only recognize uh, Yorma. I can't. I don't well, know. Akiva wasn't in it. He directed it. Oh, OK. And That's why I was like, I, did, like I didn't recognize him. <laughs> yeah. You did a cameo. He was the guy who worked at the bowling alley that was. Gave, oh, gave, the, gave Bill Hader the drugs. The acid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just okay. had like a little director's cameo, if you will. That makes sense as to why I didn't see, see him. him throughout the film. <laughs> yeah. But Yorma's funny. He he's great. Serves way more screen time when he was dancing to Two of Hearts in oh, front yeah. of the band. The claps above the yes. head was so on beat. I was like, I could watch this guy dance for hours. <laughs> I love this that. is stunning. And he was so <laughs> he's a dancer. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, so, okay, well, let's start with cast. So, mm-hmm. Andy, what did we think of Andy's performance in this film? He was Andy Samberg. He was there. I was going to say consistent. <laughs> consistent is the word that comes to mind. Yeah. Of this man, even, what is it, 15 years later or sure. so? Not tired. Not tired, still giving it the full Samberg and nothing but the Samberg. It is wild to watch. You're just like, okay. It's yeah. him at it. with a different haircut. Like you can just you yeah. can timestamp Andy Samberg by the length of his hair. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else is the same. <laughs> but in a good way. I love it. I love consistency. Yeah. And oh, what he's doing mm-hmm. works. There's just a lot of these SNL actors just like master a character and are like it's like Will Ferrell is one. It's like Will Ferrell's Will Ferrell in every movie. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I'm now hearing people in the future who listen to this being like, well, you're forgetting about this movie where he was actually dramatic. And, and he like, well, won the Oscar. And yeah. Yeah. And you're like, do you know what? I actually, that was my least favorite version of him. I hate drama. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No drama. Thank you. <laughs> no, no. Because <laughs> I actually, speaking of Will Ferrell, started watching that new show that he's got with Paul Rudd, that uh, The Shrink Next Oh, Door. I wanted to see oh. that. Yeah. Is it a comedy? It's a dark, it's just more quirky. There's okay. no real laugh out louds in it. And it's, Look, I started listening to the podcast at the same time and I actually just think the storyline's a bit boring. It doesn't really, there's no really hooks in it. It's just kind of boring and yeah. long. Yeah, because isn't a lot of like uh, psychological manipulations over like long periods of 30 time? 30 years. It's a 30-year time oh, span. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Will Ferrell plays the guy being manipulated. So it's a different role for him. It's not like he's not, he doesn't yell. He's very timid. He's very unsure of himself. But even so, it's still Will Ferrell. Like yeah. he still comes through. And you're right. I think that's the same with so many of these SNL alums of just like, you've got yeah. your character. Of course, they're going to keep playing it. Do you know how I feel like is weirdly one of the only ones who isn't mm. like that, who was also in this movie is Bill Hader. I feel like I can get outside of him when I like with him yes yeah but he's like one of the only ones oh my god that's such like in this point. movie I feel like he played like a pretty silly guy and he's not always like that no you're right yeah, but... he played like he just yeah he played like a pretty basic dude like yeah with the, you know the southern kind of accent and stuff but normally he plays like the real quirky weird ones or mm. a bit psycho. yeah but this one yeah actually you're right Bill Hader is a very good character actor compared to everyone else. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. weird to see him in such like a side role. And mm. it's like, clearly he's like more experienced than these guys and have more range. Yeah. And he's like, he's like fifth on the list of characters. So You're like, that's kind of unfair. Yeah, <laughs> I get the Lonely Island is selling this whole thing, but bring Bill Hader to the front. Bill Hader yeah. should be at the front of everything. Yeah. He was one of the only characters I laughed at. I was like, this guy, hmm. Dare I say it? He's got comedic timing. <laughs> Bill Hader? 
very yeah. good at comedy. Yeah. <laughs> People don't think about him like that. No, no, no. <laughs> um okay and next oh danny mcbride what do you what do you guys think about danny mcbride okay can i say something up top um i well this is gonna sound so stupid i went to school with someone called danny mcbride oh so what do you think of him i think of so when they said (laughs) danny mcbride i was looking for him throughout this eight-year-old boy Just looking for him in the movie, being like, when is he going to show up? So I can't register. I don't know what Danny McBride's face looks like okay. because I just see an eight-year-old boy and I can't turn that off. Yeah. Danny McBride to me is like so Danny McBride mm. always. And mm. I like him. Like, I feel like it's so hit or miss for me. Sometimes I'm just like, stop it. Like, stop Dang. doing that. And yeah, then yeah. sometimes I'm just like, no, like I think in like Pineapple Express, I love him. Sure. And in like his shows, I really like him. Mm-hmm. Like on um, Eastbound and Down, and like The Righteous Gemstones. I'm like, that's okay, nice. that's good. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, he's like not a good side character to me. I feel like for the most part, because he's so much. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Very hit or miss. Mostly yeah. miss. Like I can appreciate why he's funny, but yeah, he does play that same character, and it's always like weirdly aggressive or like angry. And so yeah. I'm like, I just am a bit over that kind Wait, of. Is Danny McBride the stepdad? No. Oh, Danny McBride's <laughs> the eight year old boy. Remember? The, oh, okay. <laughs> he's the, the kid. He's, he's the other friend who's not uh, Yorma or Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Oh, okay. 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 I still can't see it. It's blank. Every other face yeah. in the movie, I see it. I see it moving. I see all the scenes. I, I hear what's happening. I That's don't. That guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to forget it immediately. <laughs> In this movie, he didn't hit for me because it's the same character I've seen him play so much. And I just don't think he really, like, his character really added much comedy to it as a side character. I think it kind of just felt like he was there when they were casting and Andy was like, all right, Danny, get over here. (laughs) Yeah. Also, because, like, I feel like Yorma and Bill Hader were kind of, like, subtle. And then Andy Samberg's character was, like, crazy. And then for Danny McBride's character to be so aggressive, I was just like, okay, this balance is not. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, because if you have a wacky lead character, like, Jim Carrey and like all those classics as well, like we're Billy Madison, like all of your, your surrounding characters have to be more straight. To amplify. Yeah. You can't have all silly because that's just silly. Too silly. Too silly. <laughs> I did think it was interesting how like all the side characters were straight, particularly as well, like the female character. I mean, it's 2007, but yeah. all the female characters were just like, Sure. I'm a woman. Yeah. I have no comedy to offer to this film. Yeah. Whatsoever. They <laughs> never, this whole category of movies, I'm trying to think of any that like let the girls be funny. Well, mm. when oh, you- the only one in this like, like uh, 2010-ish era of like boys, are j- just a couple of boys being crazy. Just a couple of char- character boys. Yeah. Doing, doing silly crazy stuff. characters <laughs> falling over and- like we got stepbrothers pineapple express yeah uh this old jet talladega nights all jet apatow movies the only female comedic character like remember is Catherine han 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 uh in stepbrothers 
Oh, oh so yeah. True. Oh, do you know who else is kind of funny, but also has to be hot too? Is Veronica Corningstone in Anchorman? <gasps> oh, yes. like yes. Christina Applegate. They like she's like funny, but she's like funny while being so hot yes. that it's also kind of like I, you could give that one like half to Anchorman. I feel like yeah, I think yeah, so yeah, too. Yeah. You know, but it's still always like the women. I think are very much even more the straight characters next to the yeah. silly lead. Like mm. they they go to the complete opposite. Because even if Veronica was funny, she had funny lines and good comedic timing. She was still very serious, very straight. Yeah, and like just say a Leslie Mann in every Judd Apatow movie, hilarious actor, but always. Yeah, like, just the woman yeah, that's like so stern. Honey, <laughs> don't sell our house to buy a race car yeah. to go to the moon or whatever bullshit <laughs> that's trying to do. Buzzkill. <laughs> to ruin their lives. But you're right, Catherine Hahn in Step Brothers was actually wacky. She was nuts yeah. and she got to be up there on that same nuts level. Yeah. Fuck, she's good. She's so good. <sighs> she's also in that Shrink Next Door show and she's like, Ooh. she's so brilliant in it, but. It's disappointing because the show doesn't really hit. And you're like, yeah. oh, what a waste. She's incredible. Damn. Only put her in tens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a paycheck. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, all right. Who? Oh, okay. So speaking of the ladies, what about I- our Isla Fisher herself? I feel like at this point, the amount of things that she's in where she plays, like just like a beautiful, yes, like chill and like trying her best girl mm. who like falls for some dumbass. I'm just like, why does this keep happening? <laughs> like, so why does this, like, what is it about her vibe? That's just like, like falls. She's like, just like the cute girl with the heart of gold who just like falls for a fucking idiot. And you're just yes. like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, yeah. Stop taking these. I like, don't even believe her anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just like the same Fully thing. Over shame on me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And like whether she wanted that to happen or Hollywood did, but either one or both did because that is absolutely it. Every role she plays is she's the teeny tiny with the big bouncy hair. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Her hair is funny. huge. She's funny. Like She is funny. Yeah. Also, I feel like in this movie, I also am like mad at the guys. I think, I think this was like bad casting because she is too like tiny and pretty to have been anywhere near this town. Like, yeah. whatever the fuck they were, I'm just like, she wasn't there. And if she was, her hair would have been frizzier. Like, that's yes. not believable. Well, at least that she was just a ponytail, this, you know? Or in a ponytail. Like, she would not have had, like, Kardashian waves in wherever the hell yeah, they were. And, like, steps. she would not have, like, known Andy Samberg in any world and like when they're like showing him like longing for her it's like of course like this isn't even (laughs) believable at this point um I just can't all all of those boys would be longing for her because yeah I was kind of like I wish that they like something just plot wise that I had a problem with is like I wish they built her character's backstory up more because like I feel like it was a blink and you'll miss it and I think I did blink and miss it because all of a sudden she's there and it's like yeah. they're getting reacquainted. And I was like, wait, did they say have has she been out of town for 20 years oh, or something? Yeah. Like, they don't really explain what their past yeah. relationship is and where she is now. Is she just visiting? Like it just they could have totally just spent a few minutes yeah. going into that, having a little back 
like a montage flashbacks to when they were kids friends together like just something yeah like why is she in this I just couldn't wrap my brain around like why she was in this town at all and like of course she should be dating like the city guy with the car and the real job and like why is he so mean (laughs) and like I don't know like why are they I feel like the whole that whole like side plot was just like employed people are rude and you shouldn't (laughs) date them and I was just like okay this is like a bad message (laughs) it's like this was definitely written by a bunch of struggling artists yeah yeah (laughs) like a salary disgusting yeah like this guy has an actual job and he is just gonna cheat on her (laughs) and you're just like okay (laughs) probably I don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because she's like she's even hotter than will arnett's character like he's punching all of them whoever dates her is yes. punching yeah. and should appreciate and respect that yeah yes um i liked will Arnett. what did we think about will arnett's character he wasn't in it very much mm. but it very i much- thought he really played will arnett <laughs> like everyone in this movie was just like themselves yeah so true except bill hater yeah, yeah. Bill Hader. the only one that did character work yeah. beforehand. <laughs> like he was really funny. I yeah. think it was like a funny character, but I was also like, okay, <laughs> so mean. And yeah. Andy Samberg is so nice. <laughs> yeah, they cool. could have built that up a bit more too. Yeah, it kind of. I don't know. He his character felt like a lot of the rest of the movie were again just like it was like a sketch. They were like, we have this idea for this character, and we'll just p- chuck him in for a little bit. Like we're not going to. Sp- flesh out his his backstory or his arc yeah. or anything like Chris Parnell shows shows up three quarters of the way through the movie and like they could have I don't know they just felt like they were just like okay and now is the section of the movie that Chris Parnell is in and that's a sketch yeah and yeah then, yeah it yeah. felt very a bit ham-fisted what do you think yeah way? I think it was definitely like they had to break it up into like they yeah. couldn't mesh it all together because it was like they're not filmmakers yeah yet yet yeah <laughs> Yeah, so, like, I think. Oh, you go, you go, you go. Oh, I was gonna say they were sketch makers making sketches. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they gave it a red hot go. They sure did. A lot of people got paychecks from it. They sure and- did. Well, actually, speaking of, this was a massive box office flop, um, which they did predict. So, Lorne Michaels and The Lonely Island did like a bunch of press and stuff leading up to it. And it was very, it seems like it was very much the mind frame for everyone that this movie will likely lose money and it won't be well reviewed, but it will find its audience in the same way. They were hoping it would have the same trajectory as like a Billy Madison and a Happy Gilmore where like at the box office and critically panned, but comedy audiences will become like cult obsessed with it over the years. Right. And I think that's kind of what ended up happening. Yeah, that's so interesting to make like cult classic your goal. Yeah. Because I guess with that mindset, that's like almost why it falls flat. Because it feels like it's like trying so hard to be so silly and so whatever. And you're like, oh my God, they wanted this to be like one of these crazy cult movies, like a Napoleon Dynamite, which might have done well at the box office. I don't know. Well, but no, like, I didn't. I was yeah. the whole time watching this. I was like, this feels like Napoleon Dynamite meets Jackass. Like, yeah, mm, really. Like, it hasn't found its own tone. It's just trying to like a mismatch of a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Yes, like it wants so hard to like have those. Like, I guess the sketchy, the sketchiness of it was like trying to have 
those like imitatable and like quotable Quite moments yeah. kind of and you're just like okay that's almost like this, <laughs> this at whole again with the sketch vibe of it this whole scenes which are just you can just tell which is purely put in there to be quoted by audiences mm. like the cool beans sequence like it was silly yeah. and funny but like it has no real meaning or reason it's purely just there because you want people to repeat it like 100%. yeah and even like yelling at his sister to like mm. go get the juice and like which yeah. which flavor of like kool-aid they like and didn't like felt very like mom the meatloaf or like I was gonna one say, of those other scenes where you're just like yeah. okay <laughs> yes and um there was one other bit that just felt like oh so there was also I don't know if you guys clocked this but where he's he's at the top of a um a big hill and he's going to go down it on a skateboard and at one point they're talking about whiskey I think I might have accidentally tuned out at this point but they say the word whiskey and he says it like whiskey and then that's Andy and then Yomar is like uh why are you saying it like that and he keeps pronouncing the wh really like what do you mean why am I saying it like that and like that's obviously very quotable. Like that's a back and forth that yeah. they want boys yeah. to do they forever. They did that on Family Guy with Cool Whip. But it was Whip. from Family Guy with Cool Whip. <laughs> and then I looked it up, and the Family Guy episode came out before Hot Rod came out. Oh come on, oh, I hate all. years before. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have one note for this movie. <laughs> it would have been In to find your own voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's only yeah. 2007 voice. I know there's only like two of them. Yeah. But- <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of voice. Okay. For look, I didn't hate this and love it. One scene where I got full on goosebumps is when they played You're the Voice and like walked down the street. <laughs> the Australian in me was yes. like, it's it's John Farnham. As it's fancy. As soon as those first beats kicked in, the dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 I was like, <gasps> And I actually was like, I reckon they've they've dubbed in a that song for the Australian audiences. I was really like they're pairing yeah. to us. But then the, they all start singing it. I'm like, they really they used know. It. They see us. So actually, do you guys know about John Farnham in America? Okay. Did no, you reckon- I did not get the significance. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Um, <laughs> Basically, this song is the song that, like, if it comes on at the pub or a bar, everyone, like, stands up and, like, screams it. I guess <laughs> yeah. it's, like, your Bruce Springsteen, yeah. perhaps. Or, yeah, yeah, or, like, your, your, jo- your Bon Jovi's, that kind of. What's uh, his yeah. name? John Farnham. F-A-R-N-H-A-M. Oh, my I- God. I'm trying to think. I feel like I've heard of it, but I don't know. Did you recognize the song when it came on? This is the one where they walking down the street and then it starts um, rioting and stuff. Um, not really. Okay. <laughs> what an interesting choice for them to choose that song, then. Yeah, I just assumed this song, this one song, must be famous in America. Yeah, but maybe no. it's just the one they could. Maybe afford. it is. I mean, maybe they maybe just afford the royalties. There must maybe some international clause. Or yeah, something. or maybe they were trying to like dig up a like heart pounding but like kind of obscure Unknown. song to like turn it into the anthem that's oh. associated with that movie and then Got it. that's exactly what they were doing yeah. <laughs> they were like all right this one really jazzes up australian people so it'll probably work for american people <laughs> <laughs> speaking of australians actually what do you guys uh what's the if you could speak on behalf of your country what's <laughs> of the course. 
vibe around Isla Fisher over there? Is she is she well revered? Do you guys know she's Australian? Yeah, I think people like her. I think people forget she's Australian. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think that. I assume that. Oh, I think if you're yeah. a good Australian uh, actor. actor, the goal is to people be like Australian. Yeah, really. Exactly. <laughs> so <true>. Wow. <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like I know a weird amount of like random Australian stuff just because I love like obscure teen dramas and shit like that. So I was like watching H2O just add water like way before it was a thing. And then like, um, dance Academy. I was like a huge fan of, (laughs) and like, I have like really bizarre teens (laughs) things. I mean, both fantastic shows. I born and bred on those. Yeah. But like, I don't know. And, but Isla Fisher, I just like forget was um, Australian. And then when I see like um, one of the H2O girls in like Vampire, like when they were both in Vampire Diaries, that was like a real crazy moment. I was like, I can't believe my like childhood Australian shows are like, (laughs) combining with my teenage vampire show. <laughs> Hollywood's crazy. Yeah. I, I call Australia Hollywood as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do we think of the mum and the dad and like that whole storyline? Okay. So we've actually, we've very much come up uh, and we very much discover in our journey with dude cinema that a lot of our ma- main characters have like father issues or fractured relationships with their fathers that is a running theme in all these movies all genres um so I wasn't surprised to see that he hates his stepdad sure yeah (laughs) Um, but what do we think what do we think of it of it as a dynamic I thought that I was really when they brought up it's like oh they don't get on I was like oh I've seen we get it We get it. We've seen this a million times. I really want to see more like daughters not getting on with their mums dynamic. I want to see like tense, passive aggressive moments. I want to see unwanted compliments about weight. Weight I want to see body size. I want to see a bit of jealousy, you know, and you're like, why you created me? Why? What is going on here? What is this competition? Oh, wow. Ah! Becky, you're literally just describing the Christmas I just had. That's crazy. Oh, same here, babe. Same. (laughs) How has that become a more common theme these days for films? Like we're starting to get to more female-led comedies and stuff, but yeah, very haven't even scratched the surface of the mother-daughter. I feel like men don't understand mother-daughter relationships literally at all. So then in like the studio, if a woman is like, what if we did like a movie about a mother-daughter relationship? They'd be like, who would relate to that? What daughter has a mother? (laughs) (laughs) What daughter has a mother? I've never seen it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, But. You know what? In the end, I was so I was annoyed by the the stepfather Dandy's thing. How they always needed to fight, and they had this weird thing. But in the end, I was actually quite charmed by it. I think that they they got around to it, just being funny and not frustrating and yeah. cliche. Mm. I feel like it is a funny concept to be like he needs to save his stepdad's life so he can kick his ass. Like that's mm. yeah, kind of funny. But I also feel like their relationship was so, like, shouty, growly. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was so, they were, like, I don't know. The stepdad was just always, like, growling at him in that, like, his tone was so, like, 
weird and then yes. Andy was always just like screaming at him and I was just like okay oh, <laughs> you guys are so it. mad at each other so grumpy I get it <laughs> physically abusive to each other well, like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just throwing him into the wall and be like you gotta learn <laughs> <laughs> and then like with the other son they were just kind of like this one's good though yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's cute um yeah I was just like very shouty I I because we've watched so many of these, like, in quotes, do cinema movies, and they're always so shouty and arguey and loud. And I'm just, I just get over men arguing. So I'm just like, stop it. Like, I always turn the volume down. It's like too much. Again, totally calling for a movie with a mother daughter relationship, less shouty, yeah. way more passive aggressive, mm. like you said. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so much nicer for the ears. Just real notes left around. <laughs> What would the what would the female equivalent of this Facebook. movie be called? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, she wouldn't be a stunt person. She'd be like, I don't know, trying to become a what would Hollywood do? Like a makeup artist or something. <laughs> That's so brutal. I'm yeah. like, uh, those are it can only be related baby to steps, bear baby. a body. Baby steps. Maybe like a professional diver or some shit, and she's bad at diving. Oh yeah. I like that. I could work. Yeah. I write that. Instead of hot rod, it's called like wet Sarah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wet Sarah. Uh, I'll see myself out. I was... <laughs> um, oh, I just I did write this down. So the the box office, uh, the budget was twenty five million, and it grossed fourteen million. So it lost ten. Yikes! Oof. But that was fine because they expected that. So. Yeah, they we planned for it, so it's okay. That we wanted so it's that. fine. I w- would love if I could, like, put on a comedy tour and just sure. feel like I planned to lose money. I, <laughs> I wanted to be $10 million in the hole on this. Yeah, yeah. I wanted <laughs> to eat nothing but me. toast for months. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in a backpack the whole time. <laughs> and people be like, wow, this is an amazing show, clearly. <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> um did oh actually I just wanted to just quickly before I think one of my favorite moments moments of this film and it does feel very much like what we were saying before of just like they just wanted a cameo to do a quotable line but the line where Will Arnett is yelling out after Isla Fisher going like babe babe come <laughs> on babe like and it goes for so long like it's hack at this point but I found I was <laughs> I don't know, maybe it gave me some nostalgia for like 90s comedy or something or SNL, but I loved that sequence. It went for too long and it came back around <laughs> on itself and I found that very funny. So just wanted to do a little shout out to that moment. That, Ashley, are there any moments that made you laugh out loud? I feel, I mean, I also thought him falling down the mountain was funny. The way he just like kept falling, you know, like how is he still falling down the mountain? And then also the scene where he finds out that his, like at the very beginning, when he finds out his stepdad needs the heart transplant and he's like, I forgot what the brother's name is. Uh, um, yeah, okay. We'll say Declan. <laughs> yeah. But Rod was like, how is like, how is Declan reacting? Cause they're like, we've known for 10 years and oh, now yeah. it's like really come to a head. And he was like, Oh my God, how is Declan take like going to take it? Like, are you going to tell him? And they're like, Oh, he's known. And then we just <laughs> didn't think you could handle it. And I was, was like, that is funny. That's a funny <laughs> concept. He's been that's grieving passive aggressive mom. Yeah. <laughs> she was great. I really liked the mom. What did you guys think about her? 
I don't remember her, to be honest. Mm. I'm sorry. That's like the only line I remember from her. (laughs) Another straight, yeah, another straight character to Andy's silliness for sure. Um, yeah, that's all my stuff. Do you guys have anything else you'd want to talk about with the um oh I have one small complaint I would like to make. Please. This is the forum. Okay, I would like to posit that they failed to make this a cult classic. Yes. Because trying to get this movie, not super accessible, not on any streaming services. None. Here in Australia, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. on Apple TV, but I was but like. You have to pay to rent it. I, yeah. Oh. No, thank you. So I had to buy it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my God. And just to add insult to industry, it was on sale from four ninety nine to two ninety nine. Oh, my like, God. <laughs> they wouldn't put a cult classic on sale. Yeah. They? No, no, no. Oh, no. Absolutely not. It also made me think, like, why would you put a movie on sale on YouTube? Like, who is scrolling through YouTube being like, oh, Hot Rod's on sale? <laughs> is there a YouTube on sale page? Yeah. Like, wh- why would you? Like, it's not like they're like, oh, there's a little, we've got a couple of downloads left. Yeah. <laughs> Get him out the door. Everything must go. <laughs> That's, anyway. uh, oh, yeah. that's so funny <laughs> that's hard yeah we had it on amazon prime here okay so uh, i was able to watch it there but okay. there are like randomly movies i sometimes when there's there are so many streaming services and when i can't find a movie i'm just like i don't understand what happened here like who Shucks. dropped the ball and yeah, forgot like, about this movie <laughs> you yeah. deleted the movie from the world <laughs> yeah. uh, Vic, did you have any laugh out loud moments um I think we've covered them pretty much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's all. That, my brain is frozen <laughs> out. But yeah. it was like the babe moment and then I liked it. the oh, that Kathy when he's asking Kathy out. He's like, oh, Kathy. It's very Andy Samberg. He's doing the oh, yeah. Kathy, like fake laugh and yeah. stuff. Apparently, you'll be shocked to find out apparently a lot of this film was improvised. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it reads. The boys riffing, on, reads. riffing on set. <laughs> um, like, you know, when they're singing around the pool, they st- just they ring the bell and they all harmonize with the bell. That was completely improvised. Oh. Wow. Like that. I don't know that anyone would have written that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, improvising in movies seems so crazy to me because I like – I mean, I feel like we've all pitched an idea mm-hmm. at some point, whether it's like a, as simple as like a podcast or like sure. a web series or anything. And the level of planning and effort that goes into it, if they'd be like, no, you have to have every single idea. Fl- it has to be yeah. all ready to go. You have to go the full length. And then yeah. people are like, oh, this movie mostly improvised. <laughs> yeah. It's like if Lauren Michaels wants to do it, they'll be like, all right, we trust that you guys will stumble your way to a yeah. conclusion. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I would have written the whole thing. If you wanted to give you, me yeah. that $25 million budget, I would have written the whole movie. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. How do you storyboard improvisation? Yeah. <laughs> Especially with that guy. He's running everywhere. <laughs> Okay, cool. Well, we have some questions for you, actually, to wrap up this episode. Uh, We would love to know, did this movie in any way make you horny? Uh, No. That's okay. That's fair enough. Unfortunately, no. (laughs) (laughs) Beck? Um, uh, no, I, this is okay. This is going to sound rude and ageist, but this is like the first time 
I think it's because I'm getting older and I could now like see when someone else is like approaching 30. I'm like, I, yeah. I recognize it now where <laughs> in my early twenties, I was like, everyone's the same age. Yes, I don't right. see it. Um, yeah. And this, I was like, these, these people are all like 30 and they're all playing like, well, actually that's an question I have. Well, how old are they meant to be? Or is that meant to be yeah. ambiguous? <laughs> I, cause it feels like between 22 and like 33 I'm like I don't know yeah but then you're like the older they get the more you're going into stepbrothers territory and it had a lot of that and I'm like well if they are 30 then they're doing stepbrothers basically or is the joke that they're playing 20 year olds when they're clearly not yeah it wasn't really clear yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that to me, I was like, that did not make That's me horny. That's an unhorny situation. I was like, old people can't be young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, not sexy. <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> Once you hit 30, throw you away. <laughs> <laughs> Says me who's going to be 30 in two years. <laughs> <laughs> and me who by next week will be 35. I forget, I forget how old. <laughs> I know. I'm old. You're so pretty. Thank you. <laughs> old people can't be pretty. We know this. <laughs> I'm so no, it didn't make yeah, me horny. I wasn't horned. If anything, I was maybe horned a little bit for Chris Parnell's voice, just because I find that like music to my ears. I could re- okay. hear him yeah. read the phone book. But again, he didn't come into like three quarters of the way through. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and our second question. Uh, would you recommend this movie on a date? Uh Okay. So like I said before, I like yeah, definitely would not recommend it, but I would compromise it if they were yeah. trying to make me watch a movie that like sucks. I'd be right. like, or we could watch Hot Rod, like dangle a little bait in front of their yeah. stupid face. <laughs> like, you watch Hot Rod? <laughs> Come on, boy. Do you want to watch Hot Rod? Forget yeah. about that scary movie over there. Let's watch a Hot Hot Rod over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Fisha. <laughs> That's such like a balanced and like healthy yeah. way to go into this because we are like are just like, no, if he recommends this movie, kill this man. <laughs> and you're like, what if we meet in the middle? I've actually, I've never, I've until now never considered compromise. It's an interesting concept. We're 150 episodes in. We've never been like compromise. <laughs> Maybe that could be a new segment. Is this a compromise movie? That's, this That's, is great, Ashley. Yeah. Thank you so much. You've changed the game. <laughs> of course. Oh, and bitches. Well, okay, let's rate this movie. Okay. How many? Um, See, now, every time we come up to this where we try and think of a rating system, I blank on the entire movie and I can't remember any of it. <laughs> Okay, how many uh, basement oh, buses? Oh, buses. 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 <laughs> nice. Out of how many did he jump? 12? 15. Out of 15, how many buses do you give this movie, Ashley? I would give it seven mm-hmm. buses out of 15. Okay, nice. I feel like That's almost perfectly that. neutral on it. I almost yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Great. Okay. Yeah, I think I have to go exactly the same. I like uh, it didn't uh, take away any joy, but I didn't feel more joyous afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, time has passed. (laughs) 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 Threw my face into the microphone. Alexia, how Um, would you? I'm going to go a bit higher. I'm going to give it a 10 because it did did give me some nostalgic feelings for being that age where all my 
guy friends were into it. And just the, it did have very much a first movie out of SNL vibe, like, and then there's just nostalgia reasons really. And um, the few bits of laugh out loud. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 15 buses. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Great. Cool. All right. Well, that was Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Uh, With very special guest, Ashley (laughs) Hamilton. (laughs) Uh, Where can everyone find you, Ashley? Um, at Ashley Ham with three M's on Twitter and Instagram, and then at Celebrity Memoir Book Club, the podcast where we read celebrity memoirs. It's, it's so, so good. good. We, we love it. Thank you. <laughs> I just recently listened to the Will Smith one, and it was so fucking satisfying. I have to tell you, <laughs> listening to you guys rip that guy and you are oh my god, it's beautiful. Yeah, we oh, can't recommend it. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And that was Hot Rod with Ashley Hamilton from Celebrity Memoir Book Club. You guys, we release episodes weekly, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And please join us next week when we watch yet another movie. Another movie. With a special guest. Yes, another special guest. We're guesting all over the place, you guys. Mm -hmm. Guest galore. I don't know what that means, but (laughs) something. Um, And if you want to contribute, Oh, and if you want to keep up with us and what movies we are reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod and like our Facebook page, Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. You can chat to us there or shoot us an email at guide to dude cinema at gmail.com. And if you want to support us in any way, here are ways you can do it. You can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can leave us a five star review. And in that review, let us know what movie a dude has told you to see and we will review it for you. And most of all, we have our fantastic Patreon. Mm. Uh, we're releasing video episodes. There'll be a video of this episode up there for you to view, uh, as well as past episodes. Past episodes. We've got deep dives. We've got some really cool stuff coming up on the Patreon. Yes. We've got lots of bonus episodes. Yes. Uh, um, so get on over there. Seven Australian dollars a month. Yeah. Yeah. We'd love to see you there. Love it. Mm. Uh, and merch at dudesinamapod.com. Totes, com. stickers, and love. Oh, mm-hmm. cute. Yeah, that's All great. Right. Well, Alexia. Yes. Akumite to you. And to you and yours. Bye.